good morning or evening or whenever you're listening to this <laughs> family and friends welcome back to empower life ministries podcast uh, my boyfriend and i are just having a blast doing this together now i want to go back to what i said on monday if if you don't like it you can blame tasha johnson but <laughs> we're actually having a good time doing this we have been diving into uh matthew chapter six but we we really did a whole lot of diving into Matthew 5 to get to chapter 6 because we're talking about we're actually going to get, can you believe it? Now, after all week long, we're finally going to get to... Well, we did our father. We got that far. We podcast. got father. But we're really going to start really getting some more in-depth study into this and kind of uh, giving... You know, like I said, our whole, our whole thought in this is to give something that empowers and encourages you and inspires you to even have a better relationship with the Lord. Um, well, too, you know, just to reiterate last week when we talked about our Father, we really wanted to... That was yesterday. Uh, what did that I say? Last week. Well, <laughs> anyway, we wanted to get into about our Father because yes. it really emphasizing it's our Father. Uh, Jesus is our elder brother was bringing us into a relationship that, like he prayed in the uh, Lord's Prayer in, mm-hmm. in John 17, John 17 yes. that we could be one as he and the Father are Unity. one. Unity, yeah. Because that's what he's wanting to bring us into in that, in that personal relationship. They didn't have that in that old Mosaic economy. Uh, and I told you before, the Jews didn't even want to say his name. Uh, you know, they just felt he was too holy to even call his name. Uh, so in that, uh, he, Jesus is really making this very personal. Yeah, he is. And he's making Absolutely. it really understand about your heart and your relationship with God. You know, I, I've said this preaching before that uh, God deals with all of us in a personal level of whatever station of life we're in. That's why when you're preaching, that's with the anointing of the Holy Ghost. You could be speaking to a room of 200 people. Mm-hmm. And the Lord can take the words that you're saying absolutely. and speak to each one of them in a, in a personal way. Yeah, absolutely, and different they'll way. All, they'll absolutely. all hear something different from what you're saying, but that's what the work of the Holy Spirit does in our lives. And uh, I think that's the that's really what's birthed out of our relationship with our Father. He loves us. He does. And, you know, I was just thinking, um, you know, I get an opportunity every month to go minister at the Dream Center in Jackson. And, you know, those ladies have said to me, you know, you don't come in here, you come in here different than some of the others that come. And I look back on it now, and it's because I think I do make it so personal. I I love to, I believe life preaches, just like, you know, the story that I told about the dream that I had. And it is relational. It is. And so I think that's the whole thing that he's he's really getting across to them. It's just becoming into such a relationship that's so intimate with the Lord. And, and and too, saying that, if you didn't get an opportunity to hear Donna's story about her father and the way that our Heavenly Father helped her to understand that, uh, go back and listen to that podcast. Absolutely. Because I think it really ministered to you. And one of the <laughs> things she brought out in that was dealing with areas of loneliness and, and different areas, you know, feeling like, you know, her father wasn't there, of course, you know, at eight years old. That's very devastating. I don't care who you are or how old you are. But she was dealing with that and the loneliness and different areas like that. And there's a lot of people today, especially since this COVID stuff, uh, mental health issues have gone through the roof because of 
just because of the seclusion that took place in that. The reason why that is, I believe, is because God made us to be relational people. He did. And when you separate people out and alienate them uh, to where they're by themselves and not having that intermingling together and stuff. You know, the Bible even talks about in Hebrews 10 that when we come together at church, that we provoke one another to love and good works. So, you know, sometimes I can get in uh, the house of God. I could be down and out Mm -hmm. and somebody else lift me up just by seeing their disposition and everything, you know, their attitude that's on them. So it it helps. If you're dealing, you know, but my thing is, if you're really dealing in some areas like that, talk to your leadership, you know, go to somebody and, and, and let them walk you through that because that's not the intention of the Lord through that. I'm so glad you brought that out because that, that reminds me of, of the time during that time when I was a child, I didn't discuss it with anybody. Mm-hmm. I, I, I held that in. I held in my pain. I held in my loneliness. And I held all those things. And, and it wasn't until years later that it got dealt with. But, you know, that's, I think that's one of the things that we, we want to try to help people to do and is to have that relationship not only with him but with each other so that we can deal with these things because I look back on it now, it really set me in a bad mindset for a lot of years because I didn't deal with it. And I didn't want anybody else to know that I was dealing with it. Yeah, and you know what? When we date things like that, sometimes we're just embarrassed to talk about it. But when we really bring it out of that dark place in our life Mm -hmm. and bring it to the light, that's where a lot of the deliverance comes from. It's just bringing it and making it known because you bring it out of that hidden place in you. Yes. And, and, you know, God can really deal with it that way. So Jesus, you know, when he started this, talking to the disciples to really give them a model prayer, he said, Our Father, which art in heaven. So, it, you know, he's given us, you know, where our Father's at. And I don't think heaven is, you know, somewhere out in outer space. I think heaven's in our heart. Heaven's all around yes, us. absolutely. It's just the spirit in the realm of God is what it is. But... Uh, you know, I did a little bit of a word search on that, the word heaven there, and it means um, the abode of God, mm-hmm. but it means it's the place where there's happiness, power, and eternity, mm-hmm. all wrapped up in that abode of God. So even having heaven all around us, that means his happiness, his power, eternity is all, I think it's just another realm. You know, you just Definitely. step into another realm. It's not a necessarily a place. It's a it's an abode. Yeah. Well, I think heaven is all around us. You know, we're we're compassed about with a great company of saints. Yeah. You know, if we could see through that veil, you know, we might oh, see Mom goodness. or Daddy what that's going see. on, or Absolutely. any of those that have already passed over into that other dimension or whatever. And I I, I do believe at times we do step into that realm and see some things, and even the presence of God during those times, uh, that's why it affects us so much. You know, this is real. This is real. Absolutely you know, real. He says here, our Father which art in heaven. So he's talking about the place. So he's giving them a visual. It, it reminds me all the time uh, when my granddaughter, Mackenzie, will FaceTime me and her little girl, Clara Margaret, who is two, every time she gets on there and she looks at me, you know, she's not, she always starts it with a question. She always says, Nano. Where are you at? <laughs> it doesn't matter. She's, you know, she knows that I'm at my house. And one day she she FaceTimed me. I think we were in, in at a conference in, in Georgia, actually. 
And she FaceTimed me and she said, we were in a hotel room. And the first thing she said was she looked at me completely different on this little FaceTime and said, Nana, where you at? In other words, she couldn't recognize me being somewhere different. She knew it wasn't my house. And, you know, thinking about the father here, he's telling us that he is abiding in happiness, power, and eternity. And I think sometimes we don't realize that our Heavenly Father, that's really where He abides all the time. He's abiding in happiness. He's abiding in power. He's abiding in, in eternity. You know, how many times have we ask, Lord, where are you at? Oh, yeah. You know, and this is, where's He at? He's in, he's in heaven. He's in happiness, the power in eternity. That's that's where he's at. We but, we don't have to question that. But the good thing about that too is he's gave us he's given us a seat with him though. Absolutely. Paul told us in Ephesians Ooh. that we're seated together with him in these heavenly places. So I you know to me everything the Father has, he's given me access to also in my life, and I can live in that heavenly dimension. You know, uh, bringing uh, what we do by walking in the kingdom of God, living in the kingdom of God, as we literally bring heaven to earth. We do. What we do. We do. You know, I read this this verse here, uh, Matthew 6 and 9 in the Passion. It said, Our beloved Father, dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Amen. I love that phrase. That's powerful. That's powerful. That's powerful. We're going to have to stop here. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we pray you have a blessed day. Absolutely. And, and all the good things yep. of God would come to you. Have a great day.